Many scary stories start the same way, with a dark stormy night, a monster, a scream. Our story starts in the small town of Flensingborough, where seven children have gone missing, and an eighth is soon to follow. At the brink of desperation, four would-be investigators have been hired to look into the disappearances. But this is more than a simple kidnapping, more than children lost in the woods. This is the work of the beast. Thanks for listening to Crit Happens. We have a, a special episode for you today. We're playing a game by Grant Howitt and Chris Taylor called The Beast. Uh, we'll go ahead and let uh, our players introduce themselves real fast, and then we'll get right to it. The way you said just players was so distasteful. I mean, the players. I mean, you are lesser than me, but you know. I mean, you do get to sit in the seat at least one time, <laughs> so I'll let you have your time in the spotlight. You're just mad that you're a player this time, Justin. Mad because bad. Like, wow. I'm just, uh-huh. It's a skill differential. You Who know? are you playing, Justin? Who are you playing? Uh, I'm playing Sam Brooks. I am a American colonist that moved back to the UK because I heard some stuff was going down, and I like hunting the paranormal, even though I have no evidence that it, it exists at all. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is Trey Steele. I typically play Gildrax in the show, but today I'm playing Andrew White, a UK college frat boy who is sort of scientifically based he's he's very nerdy i think is the right word and he doesn't believe in the paranormal but he is an expert in it just if only to prove it all wrong all right uh hello my name is james mcpherson uh i'm playing as lysander krell uh just a thug down on his luck looking for work and he's happened to uh just pop up here hello everybody my name is maddie and i am a guest today and I will be playing Gwendolyn Moss. She is the mistrusted town witch who has a little bit of a knack for chaos. All right. So just to start off, just some basic information. You all are, I mean, here, I can go ahead and just read off what, uh, what the beast is all about. It's the middle of the 18th century. You're a band of low-rent vagabonds in the arse end of Eastern Europe. You work for the Baron, who you hate but this is the only work you can get. The Beast, a powerful and ancient monster, is terrorizing the town and massacring the inhabitants. Either you stop it, or the Baron holds you responsible. So, that is the basis of this game that we will be playing. So, the information that you know. Seven children have gone missing over the past few months. First was Adelaide Rose. And so on, until eventually, Sarah Lafette the daughter of Jens Lafette, the Baron, started having strange dreams, being at least somewhat tapped into the happenings around the town of Flensingborough. He got a little worried and therefore hired you to find out what was happening and make sure nothing happened to his daughter. And, you know, I mean, I guess if it comes to it, you can save and find the other kids. But, you know, he doesn't really care about that. 
And so we find our four intrepid vagabonds in the manner of Baron Jens Lafette after he has just explained the situation to them. Um, is my dog allowed on the premises, like inside? The dog would, your dog would probably be outside currently tied up and watched by one of the butlers. It is making a racket. It is. Would somebody shut that? Look, I'm already kind. I'm already at the edge of my patience. So I'll tell you what you lot all get going on whatever you'll be doing and get that thing off of my property and get its blasted howling. It's blasted howls out of my ears. That's no way to talk about old Shiner like that. Shiner's one of them good boys. He knows what he's doing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. He is instrumental to this, this, this uh, Cage functions, I believe is the correct sentence. Right. Well, I don't think he's doing much good howling up a storm like that out my front door. So, my daughter is currently in the other room. If you want to first talk with her, and I had better not, and he looks at the mistrusted town witch, uh, Gwendolyn, as he's like, and I better not hear any chanting or anything suspicious while you're in there. I will have my maid in there to watch everything. Why, Baron, I had no idea you had such mistrust in me. How exactly am I supposed to do my work? In a way that is civilly acceptable. Now, please, and he gestures towards the door. Impatient men reap impatient rewards. Anyways, let's let's hurry this along, shall we? Where do we, we where do we want to start? I I believe questioning might be in order. What do you think, Sam? You're the supposed expert here. Uh, Excuse she, me. Well, well, Sam has killed one of the one of the things, hasn't he? Yeah, that, that was back in the glorious U.S. of A. See, there's this thing called a Wendigo, and I went hunting this thing. Right now, it was big. And gnarly. I stood on two legs and had a deer skull, howled like a pregnant bobcat. Now, I went hunting this, and he will just get into like a ramble and start talking fast. And then I went and blessed now, blessed back, you know. It is, just becomes unintelligible, tangled mess. Can, can his, during his rant, can I just go into the other room with the little girl? And yeah, as you guys, <laughs> yeah, as this is all happening, the, the Baron is more or less like he motions and several, several like butlers kind of come up. They open the doors and kind of gesture out more, rather more briskly than one might like, but they kind of uh, gesture out as you see a, a, a rather disheveled maid kind of seeming to be there on uh, outside a door that is further down the hallway as she kind of sees you and sees you and just rambling on about, she kind of like almost seems to have a, a small, a sullen expression, a tear on her, uh, on her cheek as she kind of just sighs and opens the door and gestures you into the room of Sarah Lafette. And that's when I took out my lambo, plot right between that. You know what I'm saying? Is, that is so interesting, Sam. Anyways, <laughs> uh, hello, Miss Lafette. How are you this evening? Hi. Um, uh, I'm, I'm good. My, my dad's been having a lot of weird people come and talk to me. I, um, it's been weird, but I mean, uh, what are, what are you here for? Uh, we are more weird people to talk to you. Do you have any idea at all about what's been happening lately? No, I just know that I haven't seen some of my friends in a while. My dad says they went on a trip or something and, and then, I mean... I had a weird dream last night and then a few nights before. How, how, how young is this girl? 
she's probably and and given what you know, the the Baron does tell you most of these children are about like eight, nine. Okay, so fairly young, not like teenagers. Yeah, not okay. teenagers. They are fairly young children, preteens. I'm gonna be frank. If it was teenagers, I don't know if anybody would be as concerned. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. I just didn't know like the age group. All right, Miss Sarah, look at me, dear. Now tell me, what have you been dreaming of? Um, I I don't know. I just met this nice man, and and he he would we would go to my other friends' houses, and then we go, um, and then he and then we. I don't know. I kind of ended after that, but he would lead me by the hand and we and we go off and visit my other friends. Oh, I see. I see. Now tell me, child, what does the man look like? Go ahead and roll a charm roll for me, please. It's 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 not going to be too difficult as she is uh, a child. She's a child, but um, <laughs> she seems hesitant and it might almost seem as if it's going to be harder to coax exactly what happened Mm -hmm. from her can i pull out so i gave myself a crystal necklace so it's Mm -hmm. kind of shiny it's kind of sparkly can i kind of just start playing with it kind of distracting her with the shiny sort of thing yeah go ahead and you can add plus two from your your necklace your your crystal charm Nine. Nine. Wonderful. Not only are you charming her with your personality and your words, but also a little bit with the the magic and the crystal around here. As this is happening, uh, she kind of looks at it and she kind of winces almost a little bit as she sees the crystal. And you actually see very, very briefly, she kind of seems afraid of it. But as she kind of like turns to you, she's like, well, um, he he looks fuzzy almost. I can't really tell what he... He's hard to see, but, um, and she kind of looks at the crystals. I, um, sorry, that is Mickey. I, and as you realize, as you're kind of looking, you realize as you're kind of just distracting her a little bit, you realize as you're looking through the light reflecting through the crystal seems off in some way. As you're looking through it, maybe just a little bigger, you realize it, it almost seems that you can see something different through the crystal than is in real life. I am going to kind of crouch down to Sarah's level and I'm going to hold it up to my eye like a spyglass and I'm going to look at her and she's and I'm like, what? Do you not like my crystal child? She kind of she kind of like looks at you and your eye is like reflected very large in in kind of the crystals as she kind of like giggles a little bit. It looks funny. Your eye's so big. Um, but as you're looking through that crystal, you notice something very, very, it, not as if her eyes are bloodshot or let me rephrase that almost as if her eyes are bloodshot, but instead of red, it's ever so just darker. Her eyes almost just seem sullen and sunken and dark looking through your other eye. She looks like a fine, healthy young girl. And as you realize you look around, it just seems darker in this room. You can see what almost almost looks like, but not just quite. You being uh, trained in some uh, different things, it doesn't look like it. It looks like moss, but you know it isn't. Seeming to grow kind of at the edge and the headboard of her bed. As uh, this is all going on, Andrew will turn to Lysander and be like, "Any any guesses?" Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure just normal kidnappings. I, I I'm almost positive. I think that this is a utter load of nonsense yeah I, I think we just need more people watching around town uh there's obviously someone perpetrating this honest, i don't i don't honestly, know why what she's doing with that crystal this seems know. like a waste of time 
Um, Sam will walk up and he will pull out his hunting book where he like writes down his uh, like his kills and like their measurements and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he'll flip and just get like a piece of little charcoal out. It's like, can you can you draw this bugger? At that point, she kind of like, yeah, I I, I guess. And in the rudimentary skills, go ahead. Can I help her with my crafting skill? Yeah, go ahead and roll. <laughs> go ahead and roll. Roll a craft check. Arts and crafts. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Uh, do I only roll one dice, right, or two? Because I have the skill. No, you have the skill, so you'll roll two. Um, sh- she did say he was a little hard to see, so it. She's gonna roll. It's gonna be challenging. She's gonna roll two dice. What'd you get? I got a six and a nine. Six and a nine. Uh, so. he also got a six and a nine. So that means that things go badly for you. So this. So if I roll, if you roll the same or lower, it's bad. As you look at the drawing that she is getting and. Almost you see and you kind of notice her eyes kind of almost glaze over as she begins drawing and almost in this frantic motion in in some strange way. It is very disturbing and almost just in this scrawled hand and it doesn't end up being any kind of drawing of a man or anything as it just says, help me. I am going to very gently grab this child's hand. I'm going to give a look to Sam, like knock that off. (laughs) You have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll tuck the charcoal and the book away, kind of not liking that page. <laughs> but okay, Sam will just like befuddled scratch his head as you see the maid kind of who uh, stepped in just to make sure things were going. As you watch, as she notices that page. And Lysander, you specifically see as she kind of begins barely holding it in, tears start streaking down her face as she's kind of started to, to cry. Um, I look at the others. Uh, excuse me for a moment. I'm going to go speak to the maid. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, Lysander will approach the maid and say, is, what's going on? Is, is anything going like you seem distressed? Go ahead and roll a charm check. Um, Why are you it's crying? Not gonna be, yeah, it's not going to be too hard. <laughs> There's this big, burly, six foot eight British guy. Why are you crying, eh? <laughs> What'd you get, Lysander? I got a three and a seven. Oh, very, very nice. You see, as she kind of like, as you start talking to her, she doesn't seem to cry less. In fact, she almost breaks down completely to you oh. as she's just like, it's just hard to, I'm sorry. I'm going to be leaving town soon. My, um, that man is a devil. Wait. My, um, sorry. My son, uh, uh, was one of the children who went missing, uh, just over a month ago. And I'm sorry. I'm just a little upset on the Baron, uh, finally deciding to raise his hand. Wait, how long was this going on for? I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure the, the roses were the first two lost a child and they've since left town and I can see why, um, this place is no place for families or any respectable sort, especially with the Baron ruling. And it's just been hard late lately. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, no, you're good. I, yeah. I was planning on leaving today, but I just needed to get the last paycheck from the Baron before I left. No, I mean, you need funds to live. Um, but no, thank you. Thank, any information, if you have anything else, make sure to tell us. Um, as you ask that, go ahead go ahead and roll another charm. This one's going to be a little more difficult, as she's kind of confided in you, but she is a little, a little more 
open now. I got a seven and a one. Okay. Yeah. She looks to you and she is going to kind of clam up a little bit. As she kind of like clams up, she, she kind of looks and she's like, I, I'm sorry. I, I probably shouldn't speak ill of the Baron. Um, she kind of just once again looks over at, as you're at, at this point, you're like putting away the piece of paper that had the, the, the help me on it. And she kind of cringes and like, I'm sorry. I, no. I, sh- I should be going. And she kind of like almost even without regard, as you guys are left alone here with Sarah, she leaves the room. Well, um, have a good day. Could I have overheard any of that or no? Yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say it's something that all of you kind of are, would be aware of now. Hey, I'm just, I was thinking cause I'm pretty attentive to sounds, but okay. I'll just sit quiet and wait. As this is all going on, Andrew has this book of all these different sorts of mythological creatures and demons uh, that he has on his person. That's one of my plus two items. He's sort of looking through it, yep. trying to find something that would like kidnaps kids is fuzzy. And he's just sort of like looking for those keywords. And like, as he's listening in, like looking for more kind of keywords, Lis- listening in, go ahead and roll an investigate check for me. So you have the D and D monster manual. Uh, yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, uh, you have that scholastic book fair of monsters in you. Uh-huh. And like in the, <laughs> I am a creepy alienist. Does this count as my background? I would say yes, as it is kind of like your your background is that of like a researcher, you know, studying the occult and things like that. I would say yes. Um, this will be difficult, uh, not not hard, but challenging. Wow, that was really bad. Uh-oh. <laughs> Two, three, four. I got 12. Uh, you beat me. All right. <sighs> you don't find anything. Yeah, it's just I'm looking through this book and there's too many things that sort of fit that description. What about that one? And I pointed to a random page and it's like completely wrong. It's no, that's something totally different. It's, Chup- like, an, it's, like, a, it's like a tentacle monster. Chupacabra. What? <laughs> what? What's it? Chupacabra? I'm surprised you can even read that. I am going to go ahead and I'm going to head over to Sarah's bed. I'm actually going to try and playfully have Sarah head to her bed with me if that makes sense i kind of try and get her closer to the bed Mm -hmm. and i want to see if the moth stuff reacts to her when she's close okay as you're kind of like holding that crystal being able to peer through it go ahead and roll a charm she's playful she kind of has uh acclimated to you a little bit so it's not going to be too difficult to try and convince her to to get close to the bed can I argue I can use my background as a witch of being able to do weird things, being very childish in nature? I would say yes. Yeah. Ags do kidnap children. Oh, boy. It wasn't so she, me this time, I swear. She knows how to lure children. <laughs> well. Okay. Very good. You watch as she's like, uh, she's like, oh, I, I, it's, I guess it's okay. Miss Everett usually says it, it's usually nap time. And so, what am I saying? It's early in the morning. She's like, okay, sure. And she gets kind of back, uh, back in bed and kind of goes, as you look about it, you see as the moss kind of seems to ulcer undulate in some way, not necessarily moving drastically, but just ever so slightly growing a tiny bit larger. And as you look through the crystal, you see kind of like that darkness in her eyes and in her around the room seems to grow ever so slightly darker. This witch is kind of creepy. Sam. Hmm? Come take the child out of bed, please. I don't believe this is a safe spot for her. Um, you want to meet Shiner? <laughs> <laughs> Who's Shiner? He's my dog. Oh, I love dogs. Yeah. You'll love him. <laughs> <laughs> she, gets, she gets out of bed and comes over to you, Sam. Mm. 
as she is ready and excited mm-hmm. to meet your dog Shiner. Sam uh, Sam very much is like that uncle, the the cool uncle that definitely would not let should not be letting you do these things, but is anyways. Very that <laughs> attitude. Okay. Out of concern, is Shiner child friendly? Oh yeah, he's just not a pretty dog. <laughs> Wait, what kind of dog is he? He's, he's like, a he's an old beaten up feral bloodhound. <laughs> he's just one of those mutts. He's a he's a like one of those dogs you find in the woods that's like was left there and he's like all scarred up. One of his ears is missing. Battle hardened. Yeah, he looks like he's been in some fights. But we'll go outside, I guess, as okay. she's asked me to take the child away. All right. As you kind of lead the child away, you three are left. Uh, not Sam. Andrew. Lysander. Had to remember your name for a second. Yeah, and Gwendolyn, as you are all left here in the room, currently alone. Andrew will walk up to Gwendolyn and he'll be like, what are you, what are you talking about not safe here? This is her bedroom. Baron said I can't cast spells with Sarah in the room. Oh. Sarah's not in the room. Ah, perfect. Uh, work around. And I am going to start chanting myself a protection incantation. And I'm going to attempt, with the crystal still up to my eye, to touch the moss. Okay. As you kind of touch uh, or reach for the moss, go ahead and roll craft as this is kind of like, it is quite literally witchcraft. So uh, go ahead and roll up, uh, a craft check. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that three dice is uh, <laughs> particularly useful. Um, this is... I wouldn't say difficult. I am going to say dangerous. So I'm going to I'm going to say it's going to be three dice on my part too. 19 19 16. Ooh. As you touch it, you kind of get a sense as you touch it, you almost feel um a blip kind of through your senses and you realize that as this crystal, this crystal is important. Not necessarily specifically but that you can sense that you're not able to interact with it in any other way unless you have some form of this glass or crystal to really view it. It might be a good idea to keep this on you just to make sure you're able to see whatever dangers might be lurking around. It was my mother's necklace. Mama witches ain't ever wrong. (laughs) The further, another thing as you touch it, you get a sense of other locations. And very briefly, you find somewhere dark, somewhere damp, somewhere cold. And the just the feeling of evil inside almost overwhelms you. Go ahead and roll an endure check as Ooh. this is something that is going to count as an injury or something that freaks you out. Okay, so I'm only rolling 1d10 for this, right? Um, or- yes, you're rolling 1d10. I will say, being as a witch, you're probably acclimated to some of the dangers. You can roll 2d10, but this is only one danger because you're, this is currently your first injury or freak out. Eight. Eight, it rolled a nine. You watch as uh, Gwendolyn kind of, the rest of you not having these crystals, you watch as Gwendolyn touches kind of like the bedpost and almost is thrown back. And just the sense of that fear and that evil being ingrained in you that there is some root somewhere here in town and it needs to be dealt with in some way, in some place damp, someplace dark. But you currently have that last... You currently have that injury, and as you guys watch, as Gwendolyn kind of like slumps to the ground, uh, Andrew like like freaks out for a second. He goes, "Gwendolyn, hey, Gwendolyn." Lysander will like approach Gwendolyn like like tentatively and like just touch her shoulder. She is cold to the touch at this point. It almost seems as if she is kind of like almost gone rigid. Uh, well, I I I, I am. Is her is her heart beating? Is she alive? I'll- I'll uh, put my um, fingers up to her. Uh, it, se- it seems she's breathing. Okay. 
and it seems her heart is still beating. She still has a pulse. She's alive. Is, How fast is my pulse? It, that's a good question. Is there something I should be aware of? No, I'm asking because if I just had this fear, is it a slow pulse? No, it would be a very fast it, pulse. Or is it uh, I might be having a heart attack? <laughs> not Probably not having a heart attack. It is going very fast. You're very, very frightened. But something, yeah. I'll try to, I'll try to help her up and I'll speak to you. She's cold. Hold on. I'm actually a medical professional. Oh. Uh, Andrew will, because he is trained in heal, and my other item is a pouch full of uh, like herbs and other remedies. Uh, I'll try to like, what's, what's the thing where you like run something under someone's nose to try and wake them back up? Smelling I, I, salts. I, iodine salts. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Do you want yeah. some heroin? <laughs> 1800 yeah, medicines. I have this mercury. I have this mercury. Go ahead and roll your heal check. It shouldn't be too difficult. Uh, but go for it. Uh, that is a, an 18 with the plus two item. Very nice. Okay. Yeah. You uh, kind of come to Gwendolyn as uh, uh, you kind of feel that, that fear and that anger of whatever that thing was kind of slowly dissipate as you're kind of brought to by Andrew. Are you okay? You just collapsed. Pretty sure she got thrown. Like she went like force pushed backwards with the steel pipe MP3 playing. <laughs> Yeah, Andrew would be like, I thought you said the protection spell perfectly. I don't, well, I mean, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> Nerd about it. Yeah. man knows that. I thought your, your enchantment uh, inflection was a bit off. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happened? We are dealing with a beast. The beast of the dark, of the cold. Uh, Do you not believe me? No, but it's kind of hard not to. Let's let's go get Sam. I uh, if you you guys go outside and you'll just see me. I like you want to feed him. I got these these hush puppies. Give him one on a hunt so he doesn't bow like he does. Yeah, she kind of she seems like she's enjoying herself. And as you guys all come up, she kind of looks at at you, Gwendolyn. And she's like, "Hi, are you okay? You you look. Are you okay? I'm okay, child. Why don't you ask Daddy if you can stay in his room tonight? Okay, okay. And she kind of kind of hurriedly hops up and runs inside. You, She kind of like opens the door and she is gone. Sam will stand up. What was that nurse, uh, maid's name? That maid? I, I just needed to talk to her real quick. I was going to see if she had some of her, she said her kid went missing, right? Oh, wouldn't that be, uh, I think, Miss Everett? Yeah, that one. She said her son went missing or something like that, right? Her boy? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, do you, I do, I'm just going to go see. I'm going to bother for two seconds. We can head out, okay? Okay, I'll go ahead. I would Wait, love gonna... to see a place where a child went missing. Yeah, I'm just going to quickly go talk to her. Two seconds. Be right back. Make sure Shiner doesn't run off. Shiner, right, yeah. stay. Uh, she doesn't listen. Just be careful. <laughs> she was rather inconsolable. She was like oh, weeping. I am a ladies' man. As he gives you literally like a missing tooth smile as he's probably missing like <laughs> both his lobot, like most of his bottom teeth. I don't doubt it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No, he's like the wooden dentures. <laughs> Actually, we'll go ahead and skip back a little bit because Sam, as you kind of go out with Sarah, eventually as this is going, you actually watch as Miss Everett comes out of the house, uh, out of the manor, and is actually holding several, uh, like a small case, a briefcase and a suitcase, and actually comes out while you three were up in the room and you were with Sarah just with the dog. She actually yeah. comes out if you want to go ahead and have this conversation with her now. I will... Leave her with, leave uh, the little kid with the dog as I'll go by them. Uh, 
Miss Everett, uh, can I can I impose on a moment of your time as I'll take off my like kind of prospector's hat? Mm-hmm. Um, I I couldn't help but overheard in my deepest consult the condolences that your son has been missing. Um, do you have any belongings of his I could use to track? Maybe my 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 bloodhound here can pick up pick up a, a scent from a mile off. He just needs a something to align himself with. Um, she kind of like. At this point, actually, the first kind of ray of hope that she's seen or heard of for ever since her son went missing, you see as she kind of <sighs> sniffling a little bit and then kind of composes herself. She's like, um, yeah, as, as she kind of pulls open that suitcase and actually kind of brings out a small kind of like, uh, like a cravat, like a small necktie. And she's like, this was his, uh, his Sunday dress. Um, oh, thank you so much, ma'am. I hope I can come back to you with good news. Is there a way I can reach you? I don't um, think telegrams have been invented yet. So <laughs> you you actually see What's as your cell phone number. Yeah, <laughs> one she, or two. She <laughs> she looks she looks around and you actually see a little bit of hope in, in her eyes. And she's like, maybe I'll stay one more day. Um, I'll 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 be here. I guess. So it, if you come back here, and she kind of like <sighs> she puts the suitcase down, and she's like. You can find me here in the Baron's home, and if you per- please bring any good news, I will try. You don't seem too pleased to stay here. Is there a ta- like a a tavern or something, town, a bar you can stay in? I I I don't have much wealth to my name. But go ahead, and, go ahead and roll a charm check, actually, and because you've helped her, it's not gonna be. It's gonna be pretty easy. Seven, four. So. <laughs> She kind of looks at you and she's like, yeah, um, smooth criminal. (laughs) Sam is apparently a very, very good ladies man. Yeah. Those wood dentures really come in clutch. (laughs) She looks at, she looks at you and she's like, yeah, um, man who can afford implants. Look, I, I don't know if this will help. Um, I, I saw something. Oh, um, I don't, I don't know if it's, um, I, I don't know if it was just the Baron or one of the butlers or something, but. Um, I, I didn't like it there. It seemed to be, I, I don't know. I was, I was at the window and I saw it. It was moving around town close to the roses place. Um, it, it just didn't seem right. And it, it almost hurt to look at it for too long. And that that's all I know. I don't know if that's something, the roses were the first to go missing, but I, um, I don't know if that's anything, but thank you. Uh, I, Maybe I will stay at an inn tonight. Uh, maybe s- some more people uh, around. I, I I can't wisely let you wisely. I can't under good conscience just let a woman pay for her own room. So I, I'll get what little money I have to my name as a a, sh- a couple of shillings. Yeah, <laughs> and and she gratefully accepts it and and goes on her way. And she she'll knowing that she's not going to stay here tonight. She does pick up the suitcase again and yeah. starts heading off in that direction. At which point a couple of vagabonds the ones you are acquainted with come out the door and have a brief conversation so i, I got a lead um i heard uh miss uh everett. everett she uh she done seen something over by the roses property now i'm not much for putting two to two together but i'm pretty sure that equals five so we're gonna go check it out uh well sam your math is wrong, but I suppose that that's the best thing we've got. Then I, I dropped out of preschool. <laughs> I mean, as long as you trust your gut. It's saying it's hungry right now, so I don't know if it's worth trusting. Uh, same. But 
okay, and now he'll untie Shiner, and Shiner's just like happily smacking away on a hush puppy just to shut him up. As you guys begin to kind of head towards the Rose's place, um, it just seems a little eerie. Several houses, as you notice, seem to be uninhabited. Living here, you do know it's a small town. Most people know each other. You do count the ones who've already left town due to their, uh, their children going missing. The high noon sun casts long shadows kind of through the doorways and through the windows as you're not entirely sure if you can see inside, but it just looks ever so like there might be things watching from within. But eventually you reach the Rose's house, uh, also abandoned at this point. A small shed lies in the back, a cellar door in the back as well. What would you like to do? Can I put the crystal up to my high, to my, to my high? I am high now. Can I put it up to my eye and see what the condition of the Rose's home is? You put it up to your eye and that just, you don't see anything specifically, but that feeling and that dread of just everything seeming uh, in Sarah's room, just seeming a little bit dark, seems to just infuse this place. It seems dark, almost as if looking through the one glass, it seems as if maybe late evening is, is beset. But looking in real life, you see it's high noon currently. The sun is high. It just seems darker in here for some reason. Do any of you worship a god? Well, the, the one and only, of course. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. three of you are just like, Andrew of course. Andrew out like a cross. Uh, oh, you're Christian? Never <laughs> 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 <Damn> mind then. <laughs> um, he'll, he'll actually uh, say, he'll, he'll like, hey, Shiner, time to hunt, boy. And Shiner will instantly perk up and like go dead serious and start just sniffing around the place. And he'll just let him loose. Okay. Uh, I'm going to attempt to track. Okay. Go ahead and make a track roll. And what, what exactly are you trying to, to track for? Um, she said she saw something walking around. So actual prints or if Shiner can find a scent of something that he's, he's tracked. Uh, he's been used to track like animals and stuff. So he can maybe sense a bestial kind of presence. Can I give Sam the crystal? Can he see through the crystal? You, you do so. You give Sam the crystal. Sam, you notice everything that Gwendolyn saw. You can see more than Transformers, more than meets the eye. As I thought glasses were supposed to help you see. <laughs> as you look through, you can see kind of this dark. Go ahead and roll the track. Um, it's um, going to be challenging. Can he use, since he's using my crystal, he gets a plus two, right? Yes. I, yes, absolutely. So could I have a plus oh, two for my golf. dog as well? Or no? You want to what? Yes, you're using both of these. This is you're um, you are you are stacked up I for got a sixteen, a five, and a seven. Wonderful. It rolled two. So <laughs> you definitely see as you kind of reach out, you notice um, along the edge, kind of of the building, this kind of like dark moss-looking substance. And as you do so, you watch as Shiner kind of goes up, and you look without the glass for a second, and it looks like he's sniffing at nothing. But it seems his senses might be a little too sharp and a little, uh, it seems that they, what's the word? They transcend maybe the mortal realm as he seems to know where these things are. Mm -hmm. And as he does, he, he instantly beelines it directly to the back and starts sniffing at the cellar door. Hey, Shanna found something. And I'll give her back her little thing. I'll pull out my longbow and I'll kind of like actually roll up my arm. And his right arm is, he's a left-handed guy. His right arm is kind of average. 
but his left arm is gig- like ripped. He he shoots a longbow specifically <laughs> only left-handed. Okay. As you guys kind of reach back here, you see the the shed kind of behind you as you're looking at this cellar door. Um, it does have what looks like a chain kind of around it. It is locked. Um, but what would you like to do? I, I can't exactly pick a lock. Y- you look like a big fella. Uh, I mean, I could try my hand at breaking it open. Um, I wasn't, you know, dexterous with my fingers. Uh, maybe I can help some. Um, I mean, uh, here. Um, Lysander will reach into his, like, back pocket and out whip out. Picks. No. He'll, wi- <laughs> <laughs> he'll whip out brass knuckles, and he'll say, I mean, I could try to break it open. Um, mm, I mean, that's the best option we got, I think. All right, Lysander, if you want to go ahead and roll a strike check. Is the door made of wood? Uh, it is. Why are we breaking the metal? <laughs> no. Well, I assume we were trying to break the handles off so the, the chain was useless. You know what I mean? Because it's, like it's like locked through the two. The chain, the, usually cellar doors have like the handles. Go ahead and roll a strike check. And if it succeeds, you break something. I break something. Yeah, you um, break something. Just, just one dice, right? Um, are you, do you have the strike skill? Yes. Uh, then you'll roll two dice. Two dice. And, and given that your background is the thug, I would say you're good at breaking things. I'm so go ahead and roll three. Oh, uh, that would be... And you're using, you want to, you're using brass knuckles. Go ahead and add whatever rating that those are. Uh, in that case, that would be a 14. Very, very nice. They got a seven. So as you kind of, kind of, you kind of smash uh, the brass knuckles into the handle as one, two, as it slowly creaks and you rip it off and as one handle kind of goes flying and therefore the, the chain with it, you lift up one side of the cellar door as just the darkness yawn seems a little deeper than should be not my best work but that'll do i i see why the baron hired you ah, um muscle i'll pull out a my my little at this point uh as well shiner is like yeah. whimpering as as the door is open it, it seemed like he was uh he was he was anxious and he was kind of getting close to it as soon as the door opens and the darkness below you see he kind of like shies back and whimpers a little bit uh, I'll give him a hush puppy to uh, to steady to hush his up nerves, the puppy to steady his nerves. Yeah, he he As, he laps it up and kind of like sits down, but doesn't seem too eager to go inside. I will take a a, a swig of some unknown liquid as I knock an arrow and like, well, we're going down there. Uh huh. Andrew mm. will uh, spread some salt in front of the cellar entrance, and he'll say, "I suppose it's just a cellar." What's that going to do? Season us? I, no, I don't know. <laughs> My boy, if we are dealing with a beast, salt isn't going to help you in this mortal realm. Isn't that a spirit thing? It is a spirit thing. I'm, I guarantee it's just some creep, like kidnapping I, kids. I think it's yeah. probably just a person. Then what is salt going to do? Just throw in their eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. That makes valid sense. After Pot you salt. Yeah. As you guys begin to head down, who's going first and what are you doing? I'll, I can go first or unless someone else has. I was going to say, do we want me to go first because I have the crystal or should I give you the crystal again? Wait, do we, ha- do we even have a light? I was going to ask. So could I have like a box of matches? Because I'm like, a, I'm an outdoorsy guy. I probably sure. Have- I would say you can, if you want, you'll have a small box of matches. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, what is it called? 
the one PewDiePie game where you <laughs> use matches to hold like light amnesia. Or amnesia. Something. Oh boy, <laughs> terrible. I'm scared. Um, unless there's like a, a something suitable for making a torch. You're not sure. Looking around, that doesn't seem there's like some firewood off to the side. There's the shed, but you don't see anything. I'm going else. to rip a chunk of my like I'll rip off my breast pocket, wrap it around a stick, and then pour my unnamed liquid <laughs> on a. I'll use a craft roll to try to make it. All right, a go, yeah, go ahead and roll craft. It should be it should be really yeah, simple. Yeah, I just rip up my shirt haphazardly. Okay, um, eight got seven. Yes, so two plus. You six. got yourself a torch. Yep. Go ahead and it's it's pretty decent. Go ahead and have a rating three torch. Ooh. Whoever wants to go first can use the torch. I I I'm, I have to have both hands for my bow. I'll go last. Okay. Howard. You, you're a big fellow. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll have it. Brass I'll have knuckles it. in one hand, <laughs> torch in the other. I was going to say I was going to hand you my crystal, but if you've got enough going on, I don't think you can hold everything at the same time. <laughs> Brass no. knuckles holding a crystal and having a torch. Yeah, you, how about you go in front of me and I'll light the way? I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will. I'll knock an arrow and have it not drawn back, but you know, ready as to. you as you go in, while seemingly more oppressive than usual, the darkness eventually lets out from the torch as it's a normal cellar, at least to your eyes. Gwendolyn, real quick, just to try and save my own tail in case there's something in my crystal that no one else can see. On our way down the stairs, can I start cre- singing a very creepy version of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? <laughs> very yeah. specifically, everything but the first verse? Yes. Go ahead and roll... Threaten? Well, you want to what? I'm just going to... Yes. Th- go ahead and do threaten. Do I get all three because I'm a witch? Yes. Go ahead. You're doing witchcraft in some way. I don't think it's going to be too difficult. Might be challenging as there are otherworldly forces. 17. All right. 10. Plus Nothing- two because I have the crystal? Plus two, because the crystal, you are fine. As you start singing this, the words catch in your throat for a second as you realize why this place is so dark. Quite literally, the root of whatever thing might be infesting this town at this point. You can see this gnarled, almost tree-looking thing. Its roots, what look like roots, branching up upwards into the ceiling and you can see several of these things kind of almost like shooting through the the walls of the cellar going off in the different directions of the different houses amongst town and it seems that it almost like pulses and undulates ever so slightly go ahead and roll a watch check for me please actually real fast um so with the watch check i have to ask now because the crystal lets me see so much am i just adding plus two to everything when i have this crystal up to my eye um I would say not for this one. This one just lets you see it and gives you the opportunity. So not for this one. Okay. Go ahead and roll a watch check. So just one die. How threatening. Oof. Six. Okay. You don't necessarily notice anything, but, but that is all that you see is this root. Cassandra, can you be a deer and put the torch right about here for me? And I like gesture to a spot right above my head that would technically be almost in the root. Okay. Uh, all right. As you do this, you watch all of, and all of three of you feel as there is some form of resistance. Go ahead and roll and then everybody go ahead and roll an endure check. Oh. You add plus two because of your song. Guys, Actually, you- go ahead and roll plus three because of your song. Oh, what, did, what did everybody get? I got Ten? one. Ten. Okay. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nine. Nine. One. One. The two of you just feel this sense like you two leave. 
like you can't stand this anymore. You get the feel. You you realize why Shiner was uh, terrified. Was terrified. Uh, both of you mark an injury or a freak out. Um, but the two of you, this resi- you are able to as you put that torch up. You feel resistance and feel this anger as eventually you kind of just feel this excess this this heat that you can't quite see, but you do as you watch as this root <laughs> lights into flame as you watch and you can feel ever so slightly after this, the initial forceful um, effect that this thing had uh, on you uh, as it lessens and therefore goes away. And then you catch your breath as slowly the roots and these tendrils seem to ever so lessen. Oh, it doesn't like fire, my friends. It does not like fire. What was that? That, my friend, is what it feels like when evil dis- is dispersed. Now put the torch right here. We're going to burn everything in this room. After a f- maybe about 30 or so minutes, it takes a decent amount being guided. In fact, you give him the crystal and he sees, as you can see, Lysander, what is, what is happening in this room as you very quickly make work of burning this route, at least lessening somewhat the hold of the beast here in town. The rest of you, what would you like to do, Andrew and Sam, as you can't bring yourself to go back in there after what you felt? That was almost like telling mama no, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, like you're saying this to Andrew, and he's got like his cup of salt, and he has like the lid off, and he's pouring the salt where he was like sprinkling it before. He dumps all of his salt on the ground, and then like runs back away from the door and isn't that a bit dramatic like yeah, sure it hurt but ugh, nothing like a good night's rest won't wear off you know sam how i don't understand what happened in there. you felt that yeah metaphysical beings really do mess with one's emotional state <laughs> i what do you mean i don't understand that's not something that should happen okay well there's physical psychological and psychophysical you got hit by a psychophysical anomaly. I, I sound like I'm spouting something that I've heard. Sam doesn't understand the words he's saying, but he's saying them anyways, and it's weird. Uh, the ent- yeah, basically the entire time they're down there, Andrew's just sort of having a panic attack outside while Sam rambles to him about... Uh, <laughs> I'll try to give you some unnamed liquor. Well, get your little book thing out. I need your help real fast. Uh, Andrew will open it, and he'll say... Sudden, sudden, random. Was that psychic? I don't understand. Uh, you, you're just having a stroke. Uh, let's now let's get inside this building and see what we can find. Well, they're messing around down there, <laughs> uh, and he'll go inside and kind of usher Andrew with him. Got any ideas what we can look for to help? Like said something about roots, but I don't see any roots. Uh, this thing's been kidnapping kids. Maybe we can find marks of struggle. Signs of struggle, you know? Yeah, that's a good... Let's go... Let's investigate his room. All righty. Um, we'll, we'll go upstairs or where... Is it like a one-story house or is it like there's a no, There's floor? no way to get in from the cellar up, but there is a, a small one-story house. Going out to the front, mm-hmm. you find the door, while a little stuck, is not locked, and after a few shoulders, mm-hmm. mer- opens up. Yeah, I have Shiner come... I, of course, call Shiner with us. As okay. He's just happily... Yeah. Looking about, you don't notice anything specific... What eerily seems as the light shines through the windows, the the dust kind of floating through the air, you can see that there still seems to be a lot of things in here. While maybe not the vital things, a lot of things were dressed, were very 
quickly left. Big kind of, there's up and left this place. There's like good amount of stuff still here. As you guys go searching for the room of the, of the child who was abducted from here, um, you find a, a rather simple room, a small bed, and very, yeah, and very simple furnishings with uh, small toys and stuffed animals and the like. I'll, I'll pick up one of the, the toys that look most well-worn, like the kid, like it was the kid played with or it was his favorite mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'll just pocket that for later in case I need to track. Okay. What would you guys like to do? Andrew, uh, sort of remembering kind of what's been happening earlier today when Gwendolyn sort of inspected the bed and reached out for it, uh, he'll, he'll do the same. He isn't okay. able to see anything in particular, but you he'll reach, like out, reach out for the bed. And you touch the bed in several places. Nothing seems to happen. What do you, you seem to know chants. Can you do one of those hoodoo voodoo chants things that Gwendolyn was doing? No, because they're not real. Well, just try it. You got one of them seeing chants or something like that? Opens up your chakra or something like that? I, I hate that you're right. And Andrew will, uh, <laughs> he doesn't think it'll work, but he'll open his book, turn to a page with a, like, a, like a sort of foresight, mm-hmm. like, a, like a see-through illusions sort of voodoo chant. Go ahead and roll. What would you, what would you, you want to go ahead and roll investigate because you're trying to see things. So go ahead and roll investigate. And due to you're using your book and your uh, background as an alienist, I'd say you can roll three dice. Are you trained in investigate? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, go ahead and roll three dice. Pretty good. 21. Oh, very, very good. You um, seeing as you can kind of see this, you almost are taken aback as you kind of, look around the room and as you say this chant you don't necessarily see anything specifically but you get a hint as you look out the window and as it does you look kind of close to the edge as you can see the small black roots you kind of look and it doesn't seem like they're coming from anywhere but you realize as you're looking just through the glass you can see through and as you're looking through it you realize there's one root that almost seems to be extremely thick on one side and then Looking again, you realize that it seems to have grown in such a way that a latch has snapped. The latch on the window? The latch on the window. Okay, I need to get closer. Yeah, okay. What do you see? And you realize as you, as through this investigation and through this chanting that kind of guided your eyes, that through this glass is how you can see. Uh, what, I, do you, what do you see with your special eyes? I, I don't under, I can see their roots. Well, yeah, there's there's trees out there that usually do no, have no, roots. No, you don't understand. I can see tree roots on the window. I don't understand. I can't see them. Like what are you saying? Like with the glass? Yes. So like like a uh, Gwen's little ruby thing, sapphire, sapphire, whatever crystal. Yeah, the strange crystal that she's been looking through. I, I guess it works. I guess. So does this glass work? Uh. And, <laughs> and the Andrew, answer that Andrew knows is yes. Yeah, Andrew will will say yes. The glass. I'll, it does punch, I'll, I'll like try to just break the frame and get like a, a chunk of glass out. <laughs> you yeah. break. Well, go ahead and roll a strike check for me. Oh, my head filled <laughs> with glass. Seven. I rolled a one. I was gonna say it's not hard. The latch is already broken. You bust it off, and as you kind of pull it up, kind of like as the screen, you realize as you look through the bed covered. And roots. Hey, look at this. <laughs> As you realize that, Gwendolyn, you saw the roots by Sarah's house were very thin. 
the roots here extremely thick. Seems that the power here obviously might have been the source of what was originally spreading through the town. You can see that there are there are roots all around the ground, and you can just feel kind of that dread. Uh, as you're seeing it, you kind of get that feeling again. Not as powerful as when the basement opened, but a little bit. Hey, Andrew, you got reading glasses? Yeah. Uh, Andrew actually does wear you spectacles. Should, you should. Oh, you, but he's you, taking them off because he's like he's like kind of fumbling over himself. You should put them back on so you can see. That's a lot more opportunistic than uh, that's not the right word. I don't know. Big words are hard. Um, it's much easier to use in this you pain. Put on your spectacles, and quite frankly enough, you see the roots all again. Uh, Andrew, at this point, will will start to go roots. Uh, uh, taking children away can see through glass. He'll he'll look in his book again. Go ahead and roll another investigate check. With could I assist in any way or no? How would you like to assist in some way? Um. I have, I, I mean, I have knowledge, quote unquote, of mythical creatures. Could I like try to think with them, just like brainstorm with them? Like, uh, sure, go ahead and roll another dice, and then you'll you'll add them together. Okay, awesome. I got an eight. Oh wow, uh, twenty six total. Okay, uh, they got eleven. So, as you kind of are flicking through, you realize something as you you kind of catch. Not necessarily something specific. Nothing specific catches your eye, but you realize several things that maybe has some things. You do notice that they have something in common as you realize purity, uh, metals, things as, as you realize, like most of them seem to have some kind of semblance. Werewolves, you know, silver. It seems that silver might be something as you realize that the, 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 not the circumstances, the coincidences between these mythical creatures that might have these kind of characteristics not all not one having all of the ones that you found but several of them seem to have this weakness to items of silver my money's on this guy furbolg from the irish folk tales yeah they're pretty mean guns hold on i all of the creatures that i've sort of we've been looking at it seems that they're all weak to silver in some way or another do you, do you have any, do you have any, and uh, Andrew starts like looking through his pockets for anything silver. Oh yeah, I got coins and I'll take out an American silver dollar. <laughs> you got the one silver dollar. I got, of course, because you know, most people keep like some change of their, yeah. Yeah. And I look at that. I got one of these guys. We'll need, we'll need more. We need as much silver. We, we have to hurry. I, we can, I gave my last shillings to the lady so she can get a room at the hotel, but there's probably a bank in town. Isn't there DM? Or GM? Pro- probably not. This is a very small town. Maybe the the mayor has one or whatever he is. The Magdufili Lupayet or whatever he calls himself. Baron Lafette. Lafette. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something along those lines. Uh, Andrew will say, we have, let's, we have to regroup with the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give like an ear, ear piercing whistle. Okay. As Shiner kind of perks up and comes along to the rest of you. Gwendolyn and Lysander, as you guys have finished up burning this this route, it seems that uh, what what major presence it has now gone. Um, you all regroup up top. So we might found something. Uh, we found more brutes in the kids' room, but also we've come to the understanding that this thing might have an allergy to silver. It also doesn't like fire. But we just mix the two together. Do you have any molten silver? Does there, I don't know, I mean, every good town has, like, a blacksmith. But silversmithing's different. Oh, I mean, jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, 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 all right. 
as a matter of fact, I happen to know a blacksmith. Andrew will say, yeah, I let's, I, I don't know. Should we go get, I'm, I'm kind of lost for words. Should we go get silver? Should we, should we burn this place to the ground? Uh, let's not, let's not resort to arson just yet. Property damage. I do have to agree with the arson. That's not very witchy. But, I get you because you don't want to be burned. That was good. That was good. <laughs> um, but wait a minute. <laughs> Where were we? Uh, let, yeah, let's go talk to your, your. Let's go see what we can find anywhere in town. If you know any places, I have some tools for napping. I can maybe nap some arrows, but that's like obsidian. I don't know how I can make silver. Do you know a blacksmith? Anyone? I, I do know a blacksmith. Think he can hammer out some silver in two seconds? Make some silver broadheads? Well, I don't know if he'll have any silver is the issue. I got this gold. I got this silver dollar. That's gonna not going to be enough, I think. And one arrow. Mm, you're right. I can get us some silver. I am, I'm an amazing shot. <laughs> Whip's the only shot we have. Right, I, I think we should go to the blacksmith. Well, Gwendolyn, you say you can get us some silver. Of course. How? Do you want the legal way of doing it or the illegal way of doing it? I mean, look. I'm trying to, you know, turn over a new leaf. I can't just rob everything. Do do we not like, you know, does anyone have silver fillings we can use? Like, you know, gotcha. Just just give me 30 minutes. I only need 30. Um, I'm going to go see the Baron. All right. The day begins to get darker. You know that the beast is coming tonight. And with limited time, Gwendolyn, you go to visit the Baron. Should we go see the blacks? We'll go. We'll go. As the, the rest we'll of split the, the rest of you, or what? What all would everybody think, like to do? I, I think you should stick with Gwen in case something happens. You're, you know, you big burly guy can protect little little missus. Of course, of course. Just saying, chivalry and all, or whatever I'll, the French I'll word is. Punch this beast to death. Good on you. See, I like him. He gets it. And we and I can go speak to you, Smith fella. All right, Gwendolyn and Lysander, you visit the Baron. Well, um, I'll just go through the manor and I'll look for him. I'll just call out for him or look for um, like a servant or a butler. All right. Um, you actually see that uh, most of the butlering staff has left. Mrs. Everett as well has left. And actually, as you come in, the Baron actually seems a little disheveled and a little angry that Miss Everett is not uh, here. She's usually would be the night staff, but she kind of seems a little, he seems a little... Uh, mad that he has to answer his own door in some sessions. Like, mm, yes. How much do you love your daughter, Baron? He kind of looks at you and he's like, don't, don't you ask me any of these things, which you turn off the nice. All I need ice. to know is that if you value her over your monetary belongings. Um, uh, yeah, um, I, I do, I do. Um, go ahead and roll a threaten check for me. It's going to be challenging. But, uh, do I get all three because oh, I'm yeah, you'll threatening get all three. as a witch? Yeah, he does, not, he does not trust you as your witch. Uh, and so he is more worried than he would be anybody else. 19. He's like, yeah, are you, you extorting me or something? I just simply need help creating a weapon that will kill the thing that will take your daughter away. Now, what silver do you own, Baron? He quickly uh, rushes and goes to... Fork spoon. No, exactly. He goes <laughs> to his watches. kitchen and starts pulling out the silverware drawers. As he gathers up, he's like, I usually keep his, well, my heirlooms, uh, but it doesn't matter much if you don't have an heir to give them to. Good boy. And he gives you a, a drawer full of silverware. I take the drawer and I'm going to look at him. I'm like, do yourself a favor. Do not let Sarah sleep alone by herself tonight. 
be in the same room with her. Keep the windows shut. Have fire at your disposal at all times. He kind of like quickly pats himself down for a lighter and tries to look around for No, a... no, more fire than that. All right. Um, okay. Again, no point in having all of this wealth if you do not have an heir to give it to. Okay. He kind of begins like, well, it's getting dark, so get. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. I hand the silver to you. Oh, the drawer? Because yeah. I am not a strong girl. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, we should probably, you know, hook up with Sam. All right, let's head to the blacksmith. And that's when I was hunting the Yeti. See, <laughs> Yeti's there. <laughs> as this as this story unfolds, you watch us ching, 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 ching. Lysander carrying just this jingling drawer full of silverware as he and Gwendolyn turn the corner to where you guys are at at the blacksmith. Who has, who you... Is right, my ally. Is, is your ally, Eric Mueller. Uh, I walk in, I go, Eric, we need, we need you to melt down silver and turn it into arrowheads as quick as you can. Eric's like, is, is there anything... What's- as long as we can fashion it into an arrowhead, we don't really got to melt down. But, you know, can I borrow your tools? And can you help me? Or can I, can I help you? No, I think I'd, I'd, I, I think I'd rather do it myself. But, yeah, I couldn't be of assistance. Uh, uh, while you guys are doing that, I, 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 I'm going to go purify some water or something. I'm not a priest. I've never really practiced. Why not, why not run to the local church right over there and see if they got any water that they, you know, they can bless or something. I'm going to point out I am not a friend of the church. Yeah, just don't say your work. Oh, yeah, just stay here. <laughs> stay here. <laughs> you you guys, are not associated with. You, you see, yeah, you guys see as Eric begins fervishly working, he trusts you at least being your ally, Andrew, as he gets the fire going. I was like. All right, where's the silver? I uh, give my one silver dollar. <laughs> At this point, as you yeah, I'll reach, ha- he, you kind of bust in the door. and It's kind of like the, uh, what is it, the joke in Shrek. You got to bust down the door saying, I object. He's like, where's the silver? As you bust down the door. Here it oh. is. <laughs> as he's like, all right, uh, this way. As he kind of gets uh, a mold ready, as eventually, uh, takes some time, night begins to fall, and several uh, arrowheads, I would say maybe about 10 of them. Okay. Or if you'd like some other tools or functions. I am quite good. I, I make my own arrows. So while he's doing that, I'm fletching like arrows to put the arrowheads onto, making pine sap and all that stuff. All, all right. right. I'll bug him. What, is, what does everybody else want to do at this time? It's going to take maybe a few hours for this. You're going to be fletching your arrows. Gwendolyn? I want to make silver dust. All right. I'll ask him like, Maybe not a set, but at least one knuckle, silver knuckle. Like a silver knuckle. I, do you have knuckles already? Yes. Just yeah. He, just, I can I can coat them. I guess. Yeah. Andrew, do you need anything? Hi, Andrew is off at the church. And Andrew's he's going gone. To be All right. Holy well, water. I hope that he'll pay for some of this. Oh, as here I can. There's <laughs> my one silver dollar. dollar. <laughs> you see, as he's like, ting, he throws it into the vat and. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, Sam, uh, stay here. I'll, I'll be with, I'll, I'll run over and check on Andrew. Blacksmith, whatever silver you don't use, you may keep on compliments to, from the Baron. All right. You know, I find that quite agreeable. As, <laughs> go ahead and make a craft check. The silver dust is pretty easy. He will grind it down kind of from any of the bars that he, so you get some silver dust. I would say, uh, I would say rank four. This is pretty good. Go ahead. Fifteen. 15. It's not too too hard as you are. There we go. 13. You get rank four arrows, uh, silver arrowheads. Go ahead. 
it's more or less him. I'm going to go ahead and roll. Go ahead and roll two dice for me. He knows what he's doing. 16. 16. Very nice. You get also a rating four silver knuckle. So I have 10 silver arrows. You have 10 uh, rating four silver arrows. Andrew, as you are over at the church, um, you actually see as Miss Everett seems to be saying a quick prayer before the night. And... Uh, I will look for the uh, the priest. Okay, you look for a priest in town, and it seems that they have, you know, normal accommodations. You find a man by the name of Cyrus Donsley. Cy- Cyrus, I need I need you to bless this water. I need holy water. He kind of looks at you. Go ahead and roll a charm check for me, please. Uh, He's an agreeable sort. And I, I need it. How do I? I can't really work deceive it here, can I? I need it for. For charity. I need it for uh, <laughs> baptizing my son. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll roll charm. If you, want, if you want to go. No, you can no. do deceive. Do no. deceive. Yeah. Well, Andrew's pretty, pretty stressed out. He lies to the, to the father. Because he doesn't. He's like, I don't know if. He just, he just lies because he's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to tell anybody or something. Right. Yeah. Go ahead and roll deceive. Uh, 11. 11. He's like, all right, I can do that for you. As it takes a moment, but he kind of says a quick prayer and blesses the water not sure if it works but you can go ahead and put holy water let's holy just water say question mark holy water question mark but go ahead and roll it as a rating three if i dip my silver arrow that's in what, that's why i have it can i have a plus seven <laughs> All right. arrow as you andrew with your holy water in hand and you three with the silver armaments that you have now recently acquired um just barely finish up andrew you have to make the journey in the dark back to the blacksmith wasn't uh, James no, yeah. going I, over there to help him? I ran over to like make sure that he yeah. had some oh, with him. Yes. Then you, you are just don't have your you just have your knuckles with you. <laughs> the two the two I just of have my fists. Yeah. The two of you fist fight currently God. you currently don't have your fist your silver knuckle yet. Yeah. But it will be ready for you when you reach the blacksmith. Yeah. I if you reach the blacksmith. If I reach the blacksmith. I still have the torch. It's just unlit. Yes. It, it, I'm pretty sure it just As gone, gone out. Gwendolyn and Sam. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was thinking Ben for some reason. Sam and Gwendolyn, you have the armaments with you. Eric has told you that they're done. You can go wherever you wish. The two of you are at the church, currently without your armaments. What would you all like to do? Let's head over to the... Well, you. I'm going to head over to the church with you. Mm-hmm. You have to go in. I'm not allowed inside. Yeah, I'll head over to the church. Uh, along the way, I do my tradition of like... I, I just nick my finger with the, the tip of the arrow and put a bit of blood on, blood on each of the arrow shafts poison damage yeah now they're being killed by true american blood (laughs) do you not have tetanus from all of that tet what isn't that the thing when it's ringing in your ears how are you alive (laughs) as all of you begin to convene the doors of the church stand open as andrew and lysander you eventually make your way out to see gwendolyn and sam making their way to you. The square kind of pretty close by um, at this time, Gwendolyn, you just feel that feeling uh, that you felt in the cellar as you feel something watching you. Does Sh- uh, Shiner also like get this feeling? You, you do see Shiner starts to whimper again. Ah, you big baby, come on, you're better than this. <laughs> uh, Andrew will hurry over to meet the others. With me right behind. 
he'll like hand uh, you the holy water and he'll go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, he just swings it. Uh, he'll say, dip, dip your arrows in these. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you your silver knuckles. Thank you. Yep. Uh, is there anything else I'm forgetting? No, no, no. I'll just haphazardly, uns- like, just dip all the arrows at once. Okay. What would you all like to do afterwards? Well, uh, we got the weapons. Mm-hmm. We Wait, isn't, do you think the beast is going to attack the Baron's daughter tonight? That's what I was saying. That's what we're about to make our headway back there. You know what I'm My saying? My friends, we have angered it. I mean, Can you not feel him watching us? Feel who? I hold up the glass. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll a... Oh, my mind breaks. <laughs> Go ahead and roll an indoor check. Oh. Oh. Oh, no. He's right in front of you. 15. As Zero, you s- 10 and 5. Zero, 10 and 5. Okay. As you watch, uh, you have one injury, correct? Yes. Okay. I get two. Go ahead and mark, go ahead and mark another one. Oh, Ooh. I'm up to injury two. You hold up the glass. And as all of you watch secondhand, you watch as Sam kind of freezes for just a moment. You watch Sam as the glass glints over and you see a figure, tall, menacing, almost having like a root-like sense, almost as if its long limbs protrude out of the ground, almost growing. It almost hurts to look at. Your mind is fuzzy. Your ears ring almost in this pain as it hurts to perceive this thing. As you watch ever so slightly, it just stands almost completely still, and in a blink, just it's there and then not. I drop, I would drop the glass, and shatters. Shatters across the ground. Large shards litter the floor. Gwendolyn, what do you do? The beast is here. I am going to start singing very creepily a nursery rhyme about burning, which there is one from the Chicago Fire of 1871. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll a craft check for me as this, or no, go ahead and roll threaten as you're kind of using your witchcraft to try and ward off this thing. Oh, hold up. You guys are, in fact, using the weaknesses, so I get to switch. So normally in the beast... Once, uh, once the beast is involved and you guys are going against the beast, I start rolling d20s instead of d10s. Well, but for each weakness you use, I decrease that by one, being that you have figured out that the crystal reveals more, that it is somehow weak to silver, as well as you have burned its root of power in the town. Um, it's, you have done a pretty decent job. It is now rolling d8s. Oh, I might have a chance, guys. I only rolled 14. All right. It is challenging as this is going to be three dice, Uh, but doesn't matter because it rolled a nine. You begin kind of chanting this threatening lullaby to ward off this creature as it seems all of you seem, it doesn't necessarily seem like you guys are enlightened or invigorated, but it almost feels like maybe this thing is lessened a little bit. You guys go ahead and put plus uh, a, a rating two. Enchanting lullaby. You guys, yeah, this will probably be for endure, as you'll have a little bit of cushion between you and the beast. Okay. Lysander. Um, I can't see the thing without the glass, can I? You cannot. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to re- go over to Sam and pick up just a shard of glass. Okay. And I'm going to just... Picking it up kind of like haphazardly in one hand, careful not to cut yourself. You reach out and 
kind of using it as a visor to look about. You have your silver knuckle in one hand. You watch ever so slightly as these tendrils, almost spike-like, reaching out of the ground ever so slightly, almost littering the ground with these dangerous hazards. And as you do so, you see again the figure that Sam saw. You kind of freeze for just a moment, but steal yourself thanks to Gwendolyn's lullaby as this long, gaunt figure, its face almost seeming blurry and difficult to see as it almost just seems pale and menacing. Lysander's going to just square his shoulders. He's going to... He's going to reload his fists and then yes. Henry Cavill style. <laughs> and then he's just going he's going to charge straight at the beast. Okay, go ahead and roll for strike as you are just fearlessly it is very difficult. This thing is is not necessarily imposed by you, so it will roll 3 dice. But with your thug and strike, you will also roll 3 dice. Nice. Um gnarly. Oh math. Uh 17. 17, yeah. Plus your knuckles is plus 4, so 26. 26. Ooh, it also rolled 17. So Ooh. those knuckles, as you kind of reach for it, you watch as these long limbs, almost as if reaching about, you can see as you look around, almost this dome of these tendrils kind of reaching around the four of you. You reach with your your fists and just pummel into one of these tendrils, ripping it aside and then smash this creature in its torso-like area. It's a black kind of figure seeming to retreat as you watch as these tendrils seem to retreat just uh, just a little bit. And then Lysander will just pull up like a pugilist stance. He's right. ready. After that, Sam. Uh, Sam's going to pick up one of the smiles. He's like, ah, oh, the smile piece of glass. Oh, this is going to hurt. Is he kind of like pinches it with his, oh. his eyebrow and like lid when you kind of held quarters as a kid with your eye. Yeah, kind like of like that. a monocle as it, yeah. it hurts, it cuts a little yeah, bit. Like, oh. But as you use that to being able to hold both hands with your longbow, your silver fletched arrows, as you once again see this creature almost kind of locked in combat with Lysander as Lysander has kind of like grasped onto it and pummeled parts of its body. Not the hardest shot I've taken is I'll there, I will loose my first. All uh, right, it's arrow. going to go. It's going to be challenging. I uh, have dead eye. My dead eye background. Oh yeah, dead eye marksman. Uh, go ahead and add an plus additional two bow and my plus four silver arrow, and then they're <laughs> dipped in holy water. The Does holy that... water doesn't do anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Plus four. Nineteen. Nineteen. Very well. You watch as another kind of arrow, Lysander. You hear as it almost seems strange very briefly you kind of put the put the the shard of glass that you're holding aside and you just watch as this arrow just sinks into nothingness and almost kind of seems to like almost it looks like the arrow itself kind of tears itself apart uh but as you looking through the eye you watch as it kind of almost is just struck into this creature as it kind of is pulled into its form as you almost see it kind of ride a little bit but in a strange way. You don't see it move. It's just in one position and suddenly in another. And as it's, the arrow strikes, it suddenly is very fast, almost like a stop-motion picture. Oh, that's unnatural. <laughs> do I have time to talk real fast? Yeah, you do. You kind of watch as this thing kind of like just reaches for you with like this pale white hand as it kind of seems to be in pain. You know what a quiver boy is? <laughs> I'm going to hand you the arrows. Light them things up. Uh, like on fire. Andrew uh, is sort Here. of... <laughs> so I'll just rip off the rest of my shirt. 
Team Jacob rips his rips his shirt off. Yeah, I have like a beer gut. I'm hairy. Okay. It's not a flattering image. Real masculine behavior. All right, Andrew, what do you like to do? Andrew ignores the shirt and pulls out a wrap of gauze. All right. <laughs> Sorry to shift out my shirt for nothing. Yeah. Uh, and he'll yeah he'll take the silver arrows. He'll like wrap them in gauze, and his glasses are like he can see the creature, uh, and he takes his glasses off. Cause he doesn't want to see the creature based. Uh, he'll light. Yeah. He'll light your arrows on fire. He doesn't know what else to do at this yeah. point. All right. Easily enough. Go ahead and roll a craft check for me. It should be extremely simple, but Hey, when fire's involved, you can mess anything up. Seven. Got a five. Okay. You very quickly kind of wrapping each arrowhead in gauze very quickly. And then if the gauze taking very fast light on fire, you now have flaming silver tipped arrows. Gwendolyn. What would you like to do? Um, seeing that they're working on that, and I only got so many flaming songs, I'm going to now be singing Ring Around the Rosies, the creepiest <laughs> way I have. Uh, while doing that, I'm going to come up behind Lysander, mm-hmm. and with this thing hunched over, I'm going to climb on Lysander's back and blow my silver dust in its face. All right, go ahead and roll. I would say go ahead and roll a strike check. I would say because it's it's going to be a little simpler, but you are trying to like... Get this thing right there. Go ahead and roll strike. Add the silver dust and add your proficiency and add uh, the fact that you're a witch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so strike. So, so I don't. So strike. That's the plain roll witch with the silver dust. Okay, so that's only two die. Yeah, but, <laughs> but you get plus four to it because the silver dust is four. Yes. Hopefully it doesn't dodge it. Pocket dust. I'm not <laughs> worried about it grabbing me right now. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, you'll be fine. Ooh. Thirteen. Is that good ooh or bad ooh? Thirteen. Thirteen. Does succeed. It got 10. You watch as the silver dust again, as you're looking through your crystal, you through the, uh, you through, and you no longer see this because you don't have your, uh, your glasses on as this creature just is engulfed by the, uh, engulfed by the silver dust. And as it like just puffs through its face and its form, you watch as these long limbs kind of like reach into the air. They're like, these fingers digging into the ground as it kind of like pulls itself away from you and Lysander as once again, these kind of tendrils that seem to be like sprouting out of it seem to recede once more, just barely over maybe five feet. And at this time you hear through the echoing kind of silence of the night mingling with Gwendolyn's lullaby, the sound of children crying very briefly in the distance, almost just echoing all around you. Lysander, what do you do? Um, real quick, I'm gonna jump off of Lysander's back so he can actually move. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Just, just yeah, Lysander. Um, and I, uh, Lysander yells, "No, you don't!" And he's just going to press the advantage. All right, go ahead and roll another strike check. It is on the back foot. It's rolling two dice only now. Um, grapple it. <laughs> uh, seventeen. Um, twenty-one. Woo-hoo! Yeah, you kind of like grabbing on. It's it's like fingers long clawed seem to like grasp into the dirt and as you do so you kind of like step on one of its hands and just sock it in the face it, it almost seems as if it extends a little further than it should as the the fingers almost seem still planted but its head still like all, all of a sudden is further away than it's a normal limb would allow and as it does so you watch as those tendrils now completely um completely gone just left with this gaunt Thin figure who is just standing there before you, or more or less not standing, hunched on kind of 
almost in a, a position of of dread, kind of backing away from all of you. And as those do, the sounds of the children crying seem to get a little bit louder, seeming as if they're closer now. Sam, what would you like to do? Okay. See, now, now, now the distractions are gone, and he'll, he'll <laughs> try to plant this one, like, square center of the head. All right. Trick shot. <laughs> 360. <laughs> 360 nope scope. Go ahead and roll for the strike. It is a little bit smaller. Lysander's in front of it, and it seems to be kind of retreating. It's going to roll three dice, but this is a vital, uh, oh. vital portion. Um, I'm going oh, 17, 21 plus... Six, 20, uh, 27? 27. The well-equipped adventurers with their arrows and their flaming, uh, f- flaming silver tips, you watch as, once again, Lysander, you watch as an arrow sh- shoots by, and for a brief second, you once again watch as almost it seems as if this arrow kind of tears itself apart. But in a brief second, you see a flash <laughs> of fire as the rest of you with uh, crystal in hand or glass in eye. You can watch as very briefly this shrieking cry that almost just sounds like this fuzz and echoing pain in your ears as it almost seems as if the, the sound of this creature scream. And as it does so, you watch Lysander more as the hands sink deeper into the earth. And as it almost seems to like, w- with this long gangly root-like appearance, seems to sink and fade and leaves just a gnarly black spot on the ground. At this point, the sound of the children crying echoes through the town square. And as it does so, you watch as seven other black spots, larger than the small one that this creature just created, kind of seem to bubble a little bit around you as kind of gasping seven small children reach out of these kind of spots, gasping and dragging as if coming out of some muck. They pull themselves out without any muck on them to see as they all sit there around you crying. As you kind of collect yourselves after this harrowing experience, the kids all surrounding around you, Gwendolyn, Lysander, Sam, and Andrew, you eventually, the adrenaline wears off. And one by one, you go collect the kids, take their hands, and lead them back to probably the safest place currently, the church, standing only a few yards away. You take them there for the night as eventually in the morning, happy, elated parents come to the church to receive their children. A few letters are sent. Some of the families who had moved away currently to escape the tragedy of their lost children. One or two move back, but most do not, as they are all reunited with their children. Trey, what becomes of Andrew? Weeks later, Andrew White has become just, he's lost himself in the studies of the occult and the arcane. Now that he has seen the truth, he knows that there is more to this world. And he will stop at nothing to discover it. Sam Brooks. Um, after asking people if they would be interested, a couple weeks after, he heard about a Kelpie attack in the Scottish, uh, Scotland area on the Scottish, co- Scottish coast. And is probably making his way down to the Highlands with, uh, with Shiner and his new silvered arrows to hunt some mythical beings down there. 
Lysander. Weeks later, Lysander, he would probably, he would probably make a new business, hunting down such creatures all over the world. And whether that comes uh, into fruition, no one really knows. And Gwendolyn. Weeks later, due to her practices of the occult, Gwendolyn is mercilessly burned at the stake. And when they finally clean away the ashes, the one thing remaining of her is her crystal necklace. And with that, the reign of the beast is over. <laughs> <laughs>